Praise the Lord, CLA. This is Pastor Dees. I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus. Um, wanted to come uh, before you just with uh, some things uh, the Lord has, uh, I believe, just instructed me to share, uh, to dig into, and obviously I'm learning too. Uh, so we're going to learn these things together. Uh, but specifically, I want to get right into it, specifically uh, talking about the Feast of the Lord, the Feast of the Lord. And so let's get right into the scripture. Uh, hopefully uh, you can grab your Bible and uh, have it with you as you're listening to this and going through it and just kind of study it out with me. And so uh, we are first going to go to Leviticus chapter 23, Leviticus chapter 23, and we're going to start at verse number one. Leviticus 23, verse number 1, and uh, it says, The Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, say unto them concerning the feast of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations. Even these are my feast. So we'll stop right there. And, um, and so obviously this is the Lord speaking to Moses um, to speak to the children of Israel. And he tells them that um, I want you to instruct them concerning my feast. And that word feast is uh, the Hebrew word uh, moadi, moadi. And it really means my, uh, my times, my fixed seasons or special appointments for uh, congregating or meeting. So it's like a special time of meeting. And it has to do with... Um, seasons and and God's special times. And so literally what the Lord is saying is I want he wanted to to tell the children of Israel about his special times, his special um, meeting times and his special seasons. Uh, and so if, if you know anything about uh, obviously living life, time is one of the uh, big constraints of, of, of life. Uh, it, it is said that we live in a four-dimensional world um, with time being one of those dimensions that um, is really uh, a parameter that we are bound by. And so time uh, affects everything. Everything we do is affected by time and, and don't have enough hours in the day and seasons. We know about seasons here in Syracuse. But And so um, sometimes we can look at the, the Feast of God or, or even some of the things of the scriptures and it's look at it from a point of view of, well, this is what I have to do. But really what a special thing that the God that created time says, I wanna share with you, I wanna reveal to you my special times, uh, my appointed seasons. And, and so really what he was doing with Israel and, and ultimately with us, was he was saying, I want to I wanna give you insight into the times of things. I want to give you insight into how I operate, when I operate, what I do, my heart. And so, um, so like I say, the Lord has just really placed on my heart to study the festivals, the feast of the Lord. Um, and this is not from a place of trying to just gain knowledge and, and, and just to become, you know, super... Uh, uh, in, in, instructed in in these things, so we can talk about it or or just talk about it as a conversation. But really, um, it's really to know the heart of God, because I believe uh, the Word of God, the Bible, is God revealing His heart to us. 
And so he wants us to know him. He wants us to to have relationship with him. So as you study the word of God, it's not for just head knowledge. It's actually to build intimacy. Uh, Because the more you know about someone, the more intimate details that are revealed from a person's heart, um, the, 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 that builds the relationship, that, that actually strengthens the relationship. So, for example, a husband and a wife, um, knowing uh, if you forget uh, the anniversary, um, you might have some issues. There, there may be a, a problem there. If, if you don't know your wife's birthday, uh, that might be a problem. And you say, well, we're still married, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're still married, but uh, I would I would have a, an inkling that your marriage is not too good if you do not know your wife's birthday. So um, and so just knowing things about the person, knowing things that are dear, near and dear to the person, dates, times, seasons. Um, this is what we want to do with the Lord, um, not because we're just trying to be smarter than anybody else, not because we're trying to go back to the law. But it's things that he's revealed about himself that obviously we still live within time. For those of us uh, born again of water and the spirit, um, time and season still happen. Uh, it's still it's still going on. The years are still 365 days. There's still moons um, every month. Uh, there's still weeks, seven days in a week. The day is 24 hours. So those things have not changed um, but God, I believe, has given us insight into those things. And uh, we just finished up a, a series uh, recently just talking about the Sabbath day and really the importance of that and how um, the commandment of the Sabbath day has not gone away. The Sabbath day has not just disappeared. It is still very much in effect, but the fullness of it is in Christ. The fullness of it is in Jesus and so um, even so these feasts of the Lord, um, we can make a declaration that the fullness of the feast is in Jesus Christ. It's in Jesus. Uh, so really quickly, flip with me to one more, uh, another scripture, John chapter number five, John chapter number five, and we'll look at verse number 39, John five thirty-nine. And it says, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And then he goes on, and I'll skip down to verse number uh, 45. He says, do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one that accuses you, even Moses, in whom you trust. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if you believe not his writings, how shall you believe my words? So Jesus says, you need to search the scriptures. He's talking to, I believe, the the Pharisees and the religious people of those days who were attacking Jesus as not being the Messiah. And he was saying, search the scriptures. And whenever you see the word of God talking about the scriptures, it's always referring to uh, what we would call our Old Testament. uh, For really, they had no other scriptures Um, than the Old Testament. So when Jesus is referring to the scriptures, he is talking about what we call our Old Testament and specifically to the writings of Moses, which would be the first five books of the Bible. And so he's saying, search those, because if you had believed the writings of Moses, if you had studied the writings of Moses, those first five books, he's saying, you would have found me in them. You would have known 
that I am the Messiah. And so for us as the people of God, we can look into the Word of God. We can look into Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And what we're going to find is that it points us to Jesus. And, and it reveals who He is. It reveals um, His nature, His character, the heart of God. Because that is what Jesus um, is. He, he, he came to manifest God in His fullness, to make Him known to us. And so as we study the Scriptures, as we study the Word of God, um, ultimately we need to recognize it's all pointing us to Him, to Jesus, to our Messiah. So we don't study these to come up with another answer. We're not studying these to find another way to get to God. But uh, all of this is uh, enriching our relationship with the Father in the name of Jesus. It's enriching our intimacy with Him. And so I don't know about you, but I want to grow in my relationship with God. Um, and so I want to I wanna know what He likes. I want to know what type of things He enjoys, what things He doesn't like. And that's what the Word is for, so we can learn those things. And, and I want to I wanna please Him. I want to live a life that's pleasing to Him. So in Leviticus 23, He reveals to us and He says, these are my feasts. These are my special times, my special days. Um, can you hear the voice of God? Can you hear the heart of God saying, this is my special time. This is, this is what I like. I know you have what you like. I know you have your own times and your own things, but this is what I love. And man, I want to study what God loves. Uh, and then I want to I be engaged in it. I want to I participate with God in what he loves. And that is such a privilege that he has given us that he says, I want you to participate with me in these special times. Um, and so um, that's why we're going to dig into this. That's why we're going to study these things out. And, and obviously won't be able to share everything um, over these podcasts, but hopefully just kind of even stir something in our spirit and our in our mind to just um, for us to just dig even deeper and God and the Holy Spirit will just reveal things to you of ways to um, to even worship uh, in these areas or just grow uh, in intimacy with the Lord. So um, let's go to another scripture just to frame um, our discussion. I don't know how much detail we'll get into today, but we're going to go to the book of Colossians. Uh, the book of Colossians, and um, we want to look at uh, chapter number two, Colossians chapter number two, and um, we'll start in verse number eight, and we'll read through ten, and then we'll skip down to another one. So Colossians chapter two, verse eight, it says, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him 
which is the head of all principality and power. So understanding that um, philosophies, any type of teachings, even if it's based on, you know, people can come up with scriptures and find things in the Bible, um, deep things, secret, secret traditions or ways that people operated or something. Um, but if it doesn't push me to Christ, if it doesn't push me to the Messiah, Jesus, then I, I want to I wanna reject it. I, I want to beware of those things because in him, in Jesus, is the fullness of Godhead and we're complete in him. So we are not trying to find our completeness in anything other than Jesus Christ. So we are not studying the feast so that we can find our completeness in the feast or in the festivals. We talked about the Sabbath day and, you know, that it's Saturday. We're not trying to find our our fullness or our completeness or our righteousness in a day of the week. No, we're just seeing the fullness of everything that Jesus has provided for us and, and really just resting in that and becoming even more um, intimate with what he has done for us. And then I want to go down to verse number 16, where it says, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day, or of the new moon, or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Praise God. So look at that. So um, when studying these things, we don't need to become puffed up. This is not about having more knowledge than someone else. This is not about finding something to use to judge others or to condemn others, um, because the Word of God tells us to uh, not judge according to those things or how the days are celebrated um, or how you um, observe the Sabbath day, um, because those are just shadows that are pointing to the reality of Jesus. And so we have the reality of Jesus through repentance and baptism in his name and then him filling us with his spirit. We have the reality of it. We we have the Messiah. Um, and so this is not for us to become puffed up in our minds. Uh, this is not for us to start looking at others and saying, well, hey, I, I do this and I do that and you don't and what's wrong with you? Nope, that's not Christ. That's not Christ. That is not um, the mindset and the spirit of Jesus Christ. And so we will not do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I uh, just wanted to frame all this that the reason we are doing this, the purpose of all this, is really to see the fullness of Jesus and to, and, to, and to grow in knowledge and understanding of him for our personal relationship and growth. And so these are things that obviously the Lord instituted um, for our benefit. So I want to know those. I want to I I investigate it. I want to study it. I don't want to disregard it. Um, something else I'll say is, um, you know, even the way we worship, right? The way we we believe in clapping our hands and and shouting and dancing before the Lord. Why do we Why do we do that in 2022 um, when when we're singing about Jesus? When we're singing about the Lord? Well, because it's written in the Psalms. Um, we see in the Psalms that there's this praise. We see in Exodus that that uh, Miriam got uh, 
had the timbrels out and they danced before the Lord and the Lord was pleased with these things. So uh, now that we're New Testament believers, we don't just disregard everything in the Old Testament, but we see the worship that was pleasing to God. And now um, the fullness of it is in Jesus. And he's that 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 um, the one that we adore and worship. So I want to see how God um, wanted his people to worship, what he wanted them to do. Um, how he liked them to do it, when he liked them to do it. And then I just want to I want to grow in those areas, um, not because I'm trying to uh, do anything to earn righteousness, but because I love him and he's he's grafted me in and I want to please him and uh, and because we're in relationship with him. So really, that is, uh, I guess, the, the point of all of this as we go through and just look into the scriptures and study it. And we're going to find um, just the richness um, that we can see in, in Christ um, and the beauty of these, these feasts unto the Lord. So um, I wanted to keep these kind of short, not too long, so you can kind of listen to them as you need to and not have to worry about um, moving through, you know, an hour and a half of of time if there was something that you did miss. So just wanted to frame that. So we're going to be studying the Feast of the Lord um, from Leviticus chapter 23, uh, starting at verse number one. And um, the first uh, place uh, that we're going to go, you'll see we've already studied, I believe, the Sabbath days um, and that we did that for a few Thursdays. Uh, But then uh, verse number four, We'll just read verse number four. It says, These are the feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations, which you shall proclaim in their seasons. So these are the feasts of the Lord, the moody of the Lord, the appointments, the the fixed times, the special uh, times of assembling and coming together. And they're not of us. They're of the Lord. They're of Jehovah, of Yahweh, the I am God. And these are holy convocations. These are set apart meetings that God has set apart, right? So it's one thing for, you know, me to call a meeting or your boss to call a meeting or say, hey, I want to meet with everybody at five o'clock on Thursday afternoon. And everybody shows up to the meeting because the boss called it. But man, this is the God of all creation and saying, these are my special meetings. These are the times that I'm calling my people to come together and meet with me. That is amazing that God wants to meet with me at special times and special seasons uh, for special reasons. And so um, he likens much of our relationship to that of like a husband and a wife. And so um, I love my wife dearly. We have a great relationship and it's getting better and better every day. Um, And we talk every day. We spend time together every day. We help in raising our kids and just functioning and doing things. And that love is there and we're in a relationship. But then we do have special times when um, when by the grace of God, we're able to get somebody to watch our kids. And uh, just me and her, we go out and we have just a special time together. And somebody says, well, you don't need to do that because, you know, you guys are already married and that's not necessary. But yeah, but. I want to. <laughs> um, and I would hope you would want to. Uh, husbands and wives. Husbands, listen to me. 
do that with your wife. Praise God. Um, go on special times, special seasons of times of meeting together. And uh, that's what the Lord is really saying here. Um, just hearing his heart that he wants to meet with his people in these special times. Um, and, and as we dig into them, we'll see why. Because really it's the Lord just revealing his heart. So much of what we know and sing about is revealed through these feasts. And uh, much of it, I'm sure, it's, it's things that many of you know and have, and have expressed. Uh, but I think it's just always a good thing to just remind ourselves and to study it out and to be refreshed and to be stirred in the spirit of our minds um, towards, towards the things of God. So praise God. We're going to get right into it um, next time. Uh, we will begin with the first uh, of those special times uh, that the Lord has called and those feasts and those moedi. So praise God. If you want to ahead of time uh, study it out, uh, you can go to Exodus chapter 12 um, and, and look at that as we'll be looking at um, Passover. Passover, which is actually right where we are right now. Praise God. Well, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. I thank you. Lord, that you have chosen us as your special people, uh, called out, Lord, to know you, to walk with you. And so I ask, Lord, that you would just anoint everything that is said and done here as we study, as we search the scriptures, Lord, and we know that they will testify of you, Jesus. And so I pray that our hearts would be clear, our minds would just be at peace and at rest, Lord, that there would be no pride, no being vainly puffed up, Lord, but that we would receive the word with faith and meekness. Lord, and just grow and in intimacy with you. I thank you for this honor. I thank you for this privilege. I thank you for my brothers and my sisters. I pray your grace upon each and every one of us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Jesus.